0: This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show, connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Welcome, everyone, to this new edition of NFL Draft Bible Prospect Spotlight. I am Ryan Roberts. Rise and Draft on Twitter. Please follow everything NFL Draft Bible, nfldraftbible.com. Take a look at all the great content, the draft guide we just put out, everything. uh, We're really proud of everything we're putting out there. And I have a 2021 NFL Draft prospect who I've been really – surprised about and really excited about the film I've watched of him so far. Mr. Drew Plitt, who is a quarterback from Ball State, originally out of Loveland High School in Ohio. Last season, Drew put up 2,918 yards, passing, 24 touchdowns, 64% completion percentage, and he added another five scores on the ground. So, Drew, why don't you say hi to the folks, man? And, again, I really appreciate you taking the time today, my man. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me on here. Um, it's a
1: great opportunity. I'm sure really excited to uh – and all the, the craziness, and get back on the field, with my, my teammates. So, uh, not right now, just working out
0: on my own, and glad to be on here. Oh, a- absolutely, man! And, and like you said, it's it's not kind of a nice to take a step away from all the the craziness, like you said, of the coronavirus and lockdown. And I I live in New Jersey, and it is. Absolute madness over there. So, so let's kind of start there, man. Like, how, how, what's a what's a daily basis look like for Drew Plitt right now? As far as you know, trying to get some workouts in, staying healthy. How's the family, man? Like, what is it on a daily basis for you right now?
1: Yeah, right now, you know, um, every morning, basically, my mom, she's a peeper, so she'll do her award for uh, school every morning. Um, we'll, somebody will make breakfast. Whether it's my brother, me, my mom, uh, we'll kind of have breakfast together as a family. Uh, my sister volleyball ball today, so we'll work out here together. We'll both go work out on our own. Uh, but a lot of it's just been fan workouts, running, doing some sprints, trying to get anything in that we can uh, just to stay in shape at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we may play around the golf of the day tonight, night, uh, do a little bit of school work. I'm in mean, grad school, but it's not much, but you we'll know, probably end up playing at night a lot of cards, whether it's Euchre, Sevens, or
0: Tripoli. Nice. I I got you. And I've been, uh, I'm actually a teacher also. So I I feel your mom's pain right now, man. It's, uh, it it is a lot of work right now. And it's, it's just, I mean, I feel like, you know, I love being at home with my wife, but man, it's, it's just the same thing every single day right now. You know, it's, it's, it's a little monotonous right now. Uh, But I, 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 I wanted to highlight you, man, because I, I started to do some research on you. I saw Loveland High School, which I know is a pretty tra- proud tradition of football, so I, I wanted to ask you, know, coming out of Loveland, why was Ball State the best fit for you, and m- maybe what were some other schools you had hi- a high interest in as well? Yeah, um, you know, there, I had a lot, of,
1: a lot of max full interest. That was kind of where I was spitting. just The offense that we ran was a wing tee, so I did not throw much. Mm. Um, probably about quality time of the game in high school. Um, so from that, it was a little bit difficult to get recruited, but initially I, I really connected with Coach uh, Joey Lynch, who's now at Colorado State. Uh, but we were able to connect really well and kind of just start our relationship off that way. Uh, they were actually my first Division I offer. I had an offer from Lafayette college, which is one of way ways. But it was my first Division I offer. It was also about 30 minutes from my grandparents tour. Really
0: influential in my life, so I kind of wanted to the near them and make sure they could see me play as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know Mike New, uh, your head coach, is a guy that I'm really impressed with. I- I'm one of those nerds, man, that you know watches the Mac Media Day every year just to listen to the coach talk and all that kind of stuff. And and he is someone that I. I really find very interesting. Obviously, he played quarterback at the level. He did all things. What's it like being able to play for him, and just your experiences with him so far? It's great having Coach New.
1: Um, you know, he is. Personally, I mean, we get to talk all the time. He's now one. Of the, he's now like kind of the quarterback coach. We get to talk on a regular basis, and so we go over the offense and kind of. It's great because he's been he's been in the role of the guy. He's been in the role of being a quarterback coach for the next level. He's played this sport. Um, for many years, so he understands the game, he understands what kind of process I'm going through is right now, and he, he can help me out, um, kind of any any questions I have, which is like, they on the field, you know, he's just, he's got a brain like every other one of the greats, but he's just there, he, he knows what's going on with the game, with the defense, with what kind of works and what doesn't, and able to go to him, ask me any question I can, um, it's great.
0: And I wanted to ask about this last season, obviously for you, Drew, because I, I listed some of the the stats that you had. Obviously, you had an incredible season first year as a full time starter. I know Riley knew. I mean, it's Riley knew. Riley Neal uh, obviously transferred before the season, so this was your year. This was your opportunity to be the full time starter, and obviously, you took. Huge advantage of that opportunity with some of those stats I put up, you know, the 24 touchdowns, only seven interceptions, five more rushing touchdowns. How did that first year for you, um, just from an individual standpoint, how did that kind of live up to your expectations? You know, I think personally it's a letdown just because I care more about the wins and
1: losses. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a person that, that hates to, to lose more than anything in the world. Uh, I really don't care about we're going to games with the stats come out like but as long as we win. Uh, the game is always better when we win it's always more fun um, but if we, we are talking stats I mean I was proud of what I did I know there's a lot of work I can do a lot of stuff that I can pick um, and that's kind of what we started on this offseason with Coach Hill we met together twice a week and we kind of go over what, what I could pick we look at the, my bad plays and talked about what I could pick from those bad plays and um, kind of changed, changed what I needed to uh, and continue to work on what I'm good at mm-hmm. uh, so Having the years prior where I played three, four games that came in late uh, was great, but having a full year was, was really nice to be able to drop game one to game
0: 12 and just start every game. Yeah, and I, I know expectations have to be increasing for you, you know, being the quarterback, and I know obviously the win-loss record last year wasn't what you probably would want it, but I mean, looking at the roster you guys have coming back, I know Danny Pinter's moving on, but you have... Caleb Huntley coming back, Justin Hall, Curtis Blackwell, someone I was really impressed with on tape. How good do you think that, Drew, for going into 2020, how good do you think that this offense could be? I think we could we be
1: excited for the last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because your guys are a year older, so obviously it's big to lose Danny, to lose Walt, uh, and Rod Miller, but we have guys coming back that have just as much experience to Right now, to, uh, to be better than what we were last year, and kind of change that win-loss record, uh, and kind of what our goal is right now is the Mackenzie Tip, and we're stay, we stay, we're saying in the uh, the winter workouts in DLB, with the Detroit or Boston. And that's kind of what our mindset is: we're not
0: getting to Detroit, do what happens. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's it's kind of hard, Drew, because like you know when I ask people. Who are some players that they model their game after? I'm watching your tape, man, and I'm like, he wears number nine. He's very he's very accurate. Is it safe to say that you might be a Drew Brees fan? Draw draw a lot of comparisons, which is nice, but also
1: at the same time, he's a, I hope he's a level. he a can't, whole You can't really compare to him cause he's done a lot of things that are just unbelievably impressive. But um, to get those comparisons is, is unbelievable. Um, I like to say that. I, I have my own game, I play my own game,
0: and I play my own way. Mm. Um, and I just, for me, it's just going out there and playing the game of football and being an athlete in every sense of the word. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that's very well said. I, I, I didn't want to compare you to Drew, man. It's just, you know, number nine and, you know. Yeah,
1: because he does well tell you that he, 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 he works in the same, so he loves your reason. You he always says, I I'm like I, it, but at the same time, I got to be on fast.
0: Absolutely, man. I I I respect that 100. And this, I know right now. This this process is kind of hard for you. You you talked about you know getting some running in and just doing the best you can with workouts. Is what for you though, Drew? This off season has kind of been the 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 most important aspect for you to try to improve in your game and try to take it to the next level.
1: I improved is accuracy. You know there's. A- say 64% of good, but to me it's not good enough. There's a lot of plays that I left out there that I could have been a lot more accurate and that percentage should have been up near 70% or even higher. Um, so, kind of what, what we looked at with those plays were the ones that I missed, the throws, that wasn't as accurate, how I can change those and really get that percentage up. Um, spend my, my knowledge on just the game itself, knowing the defenses and knowing what offenses play goes against each defense and uh,
0: and you, you mentioned a couple guys obviously leaving, uh, Danny and Riley and, and Walt. And, uh, you know, I mentioned a couple guys you had coming back. Can you give us kind of a little glimpse, and I, I know you missed out on, on a lot of spring opportunities this year to be with the team, but who are some guys that you might be depending on to really step up next year and, or guys that we should keep our eyes on? Hey, yeah, you know, we, one guy that's
1: been there all four years so far, one of his fourth year, third Justin Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an unbelievable athlete to make plays uh, whenever you get the ball to him. David Huntley, great runner downhill, is going to make you pay for anything up the middle. Uh, he's also working a lot on his testing, so he's going to be a lot better out of the backfield with the fast play. Anthony Davis, just a big guy, big hands, strong hands, going to go up making the any plays. is a tall dude, uh, big, long, fast, uh, deceivingly fast, and he's going to go out and make the plays. Just kind of our go-to, probably, guy and I make the, the
0: short to And I wanted to kind of move a little to the 2020 season because you you already mentioned Mac championship is one of the goals that you have for you Drew this being your last one you already graduated what what, what would make 2020 the best possible ending to your career? A Mac
1: championship, you know. Uh, I think the- you go into as a college football player you want to go in, you wanna you wanna win a conference or win a national championship, but uh, for us you know, the national championship obviously is not as realistic as what it made what it should could be, um, for some other people, but for us it's the, the Mac championship and that's what it is for me, is that I don't care about uh, what the stats are, where I go after if I wanna I want, to, I want to win a Mac championship for the for school, uh, for the players, for the guys that came last year and the year before that, spot in there
0: in a bowl game when the first one is school history. And last question here for you Mr. Drew played again from Ball State quarterback. This obviously is an interview because there is a very good chance I I feel like you're definitely going to get a shot at the next level, the professional football league and and get every opportunity in that in that barometer. What would Just a quick question of what would that feel like for you? Because I can imagine, you know, I, I was there at one point, too, you know, playing professional football was kind of the dream. What, for you, Drew, what type of blessing would that ultimately be for you? It's
1: just a dream come true, you know. I just got to do everything in my power to i myself on the and I understand that sometimes it does out, sometimes it does. In my feet, I hope it does. I really just thank for that. it it's true. Yeah. Um, I thought that this
0: the best possible situation is to get there, uh, mm. to have that opportunity. And so far, my dreams come true, so I hope they continue to. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, I'm here with Mr. Drew Plick, quarterback from Ball State. Ryan Roberts, Rising Draft on Twitter with NFL Draft Bible, Prospect Player Spotlight. Drew, again, man, want to thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on today. Absolutely.
1: Thank you, Ryan. Thank you very much.